Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, with Tessa and John, and Nick and Jensen. Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, yeah! Welcome to the Great British Baking Pod. Pod. You in the stuff like tea. Right. Would you like a crumpet? <laughs> no. A, a spot of tea? Actually, I would like some bread, please. Oh, that wow. Was, that was gorgeous, Look at Sean. him bringing it in, bringing it in. Wow. Transition. That's true. I'm Jensen Titus. Uh, I'm Nicholas Shepard. I'm Tessa Claire Hirsch. And I'm Jonathan Braylock. And this <laughs> is Bread, bread Week. Uh, so we finally arrived at Bread Week, you guys. It's amazing. It's exciting. Is Bread Week always third week? I think that the weeks are typically in the same order, but I'm just saying that intuitively, I do not know for a fact that that's true. I mean, true they change. They, they, we change a lot of things. We don't always have a lot of things, but Bread Week, we always have. And Bread Week yeah. is infamously known as the week that we separate the wheat... From the chaff? From the chafe? Chaff? The chaff. Chaff. I was right. You were right. Wow. I'm the smartest person on this podcast. Um, I agree. It's Paul's week. Big week for Paul. Everyone's scared of Paul. We we make Paul feel like a superstar this week. He's the bread boy. He's the lord of the loaf, they say. (laughs) Lord of the loaf. Disgusting. Um, Yes. And we started off with a very, I feel like a very cute but somewhat mundane little sketch with the talking fish they're fishing in a kiddie pool and they're using bread as the bait um and it is i would say almost an idea almost a premise (laughs) (laughs) i fully missed this i must have yeah it was it was nothing to write home about it's a smooth 20 seconds long um, and there's perhaps not a joke to be found, but a delightful <laughs> I sort actually of... don't even remember what the fish said. I just know it said something. It said something about bread. But you know what? We got to give some mad props to Noel, who is always up for making the bit work. Yep. Noel is committed to the bit, no matter Noel what. Does not, Noel does not give up. And that's yeah. something that I do. And so yeah. I really I admire that. I was, I, I've got to say, That's overall, right. episode three and four. So we're, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of things have happened, but we've watched three and four. Sorry. Um, that we, I'm really noticing the hosts shining, not in this particular sketch. Yes. I think conceptually it was a mess, yes. but I'm really noticing the hosts stepping into some beautiful moments uh, in the tent. Yeah, Agreed. they're really leaning into making up all this season and. I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Mm, Love that. Love that. Just so the listeners know, if you are a listener who really relies on John's organization and structural um, reigning in of us, people need to know that the top of this episode, John is finishing a bowl of pesto pasta with meatballs. And so if you don't hear him reining us in at the beginning as much, that is why. But don't worry. He's here. As soon as he's done with his pesto pasta and meatballs, we will get him back in reining us in for those of you who crave a little structure but for now until then absolute chaos (laughs) one of the great things about this show is that we let you peek behind the curtain all the time 
In fact, we <laughs> think that's the show. No curtain. Yeah, the yeah. show happens backstage. Uh, <laughs> wait, no what did I say at my prediction at the end of last episode? What did I say about this week? I said there's no a idea. lot of Italian bread. I said my <gasps> prediction did. was did. that Giuseppe was going to dominate this week. Because there is a lot of Italian breads in the world. I mean, that you were totally right, you know. And also, they leaned into the Italian breads. I mean, yeah. they went they sort of deep set him up. in. They set him they up for did. success. They did set him up. Yeah, and, and I, I think too, it's I because... Oh my God, the producers are in love. The producers and Noel are in love with Giuseppe. And me, too. I, there's I think a specific... Most of America. Yeah. There's a specific category of attraction that I get sometimes where I want someone to both be my lover and my daddy. And Giuseppe is in that category. He, he can do both. Yes. And mm-hmm. bake. So come on. It's yeah. hard for me to um, look past Chiggs. I think he's sort of what Chicks, a Chicks is the hottest person ever well, yeah the, the one of the hottest maybe the hottest person ever to be on the show and we've had some stunning women on this show okay so i just want to make sure that everybody who's screaming at the podcast right now going Chiggs is not the hottest Chiggs is in the hottest group but he's not the hottest and they're screaming their favorite hottest person we do want you to dm us and tell us yeah. who yes, you yes, yes, think yes. is your hottest is the hottest we'll person shout you out and tell you why you're wrong and ultimately i would <laughs> yes. like this show to yes. slowly evolve into top model i think yeah. and i think it's on <laughs> totally. its way i think we totally. are close, so close to the show becoming so top model uh, yes i'm, I'm gonna, just gonna i'm gonna do oh yeah i need to let people thing? know already that my vote for hottest is slossy Selassie. Selassie. Oh. Selassie, okay. he that. was like a banker or something, and he's was an amazing baker. Oh, he was amazing. Uh, I, I'll send photos to you during this podcast while we're talking so that you can see what I'm talking about. Oh, Selassie is hot. Um, I'm going to do John's job, and I'm going to say let's jump into yeah. this week's sig- not signature, right? It yes, is signature. signature. Focaccia. I don't know this, jo- this show at all. Um, they're making a focaccia for the signature. Um, a lot of people are really delivering. A lot of our um, contestants are really delivering pure themselves. Like we're really getting yeah. a di- like um, what's the opposite of diluted? Like a very concentrated um, like right. sound bites that tell who each character is in this episode during the signature, which I love. Maggie says that she's using traditional flavors because she thinks traditional is traditional because it's good, which I think is sort of the ethos of her baking, like (laughs) doing an excellent job at the basics, like, which I love. Um, Lizzie (laughs) makes the comment that she's using truffle in her dish because she's not paying for the ingredients. (laughs) And the way that Lizzie shows us behind the curtain of this show, I cannot get enough of. (laughs) She's the us. Of the actual show. Yes. yes. Oh. Lizzie is us. We are Lizzie. Lizzie is us. Absolutely. Yes. I will say that I love focaccia. Like, I was going to say the is, same thing, Jensen. Oh, it, it's it's so one of my favorite good. breads. Absolutely. And it, it's incredible. And so many of these, I was like, oh my goodness, I would like to eat that, please. And, like, almost so, all of them. 
I actually haven't had focaccia in since probably the 90s because I am, I don't think I've mentioned this season, gluten free. <laughs> and so, I'm so surprised you haven't. <laughs> um, and yes, you can take a shot every time I say that I'm a gluten free. So um, I don't actually remember what good focaccia is. So what is it about focaccia that like makes focaccia delicious? Like is it crispy? Is it chewy? Is there flaky? It's it actually has it's almost the closest thing I think it is to a sourdough maybe for me. Like it's got this like but it's very it's very different, but that's the closest. <laughs> like airy? It's got is this, it, it's airy? It's airy. If anyone that knows crisp and it's like it is chewy, but it's also it's like thin, crispy bottom, crispy top beautiful aerated center and like just soaks up flavor in a way and it's not too dense either it's very mm. light that actually was a really beautiful description that was i was about to say before you started that if any exactly right. people who know about baking are for some reason at this point still listening to this podcast um, i'm so sorry we're we're gonna lose them here but you actually you know you did a gorgeous job jensen i think i was wrong we're not the judges we don't need to know about baking. No, 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 no. no. We're here judging personality and, most importantly, looks. Sexiness. Sexiness. <laughs> and if, and you're, if drunk. you're drunk. Okay. Did you guys think that this episode, did you think that Maggie was drunk? I actually was wondering whether Maggie had less to drink this episode because she was like, I got to get myself on straight and 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 maybe... No, no, no. Episode three. Sorry. I, we, we see episode three and four. Sorry, guys. We we saw three and four. So there's going to be a lot of mixing we saw this three time. And four. But um, actually, no. Yes. Episode three. Maggie is still drunk, I think. Okay. Okay. I think she's uh, something, something that I love happens, which is before they start the challenge and they're talking about uh, focaccia in general, Paul says, what we're really looking for, something important and a common mistake to make is you have to use a lot of water. If you don't use a lot of water, it's going to be tight and cakey and not not nice and soft like we want. And almost immediately, they come over to George's station and he says, well, I didn't use all my water because I didn't need to. And they both just go silent. And he's like, what? What? Dead face. It was so funny. Great. I will say there are a lot of times there we, we've seen this before where the judges kind of like silently give the person a look to let them know like they don't agree with the choice that they're making but most people just stick by their guns and do it and george was like i'm gonna put a, i'm gonna redo this and put more water in and he did and it, and it helped yes and it paid off for sure have we seen it pay off much historically for people to say like whatever i don't know if that's i'm sure at some point maybe it's worked but yeah i, 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 I would recall. say probably like you know maybe like 18% of the time, some random number. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a very small percentage compared to how many times it doesn't. I think sometimes what we get is people being like, I don't know, I liked that much coffee. I liked that much fennel. I liked that much butterscotch. I like yeah. my sweet, sweet. Like, you know, like, I feel like they, they feel like they stick by what they chose even though they suffered consequences with the judges and there's something there's something there you know what i mean that's there's sure. something to that yeah um even yeah uh i'm just gonna read what the names of these focaccias were uh, amanda did a chasing grain bows focaccia uh, she's she coming for christelle's gig <laughs> right. love it 
Chiggs did a Spanish cheesy meaty focaccia, which, which looked very tasty to me. Because um, he had, I think, like chorizo or some, I forgot, whatever, Spanish. I would give anything to taste his cheesy meaty focaccia. Oh, God, yes. Okay. Uh, Christelle, no, I'm just kidding. Christelle, okay, homophobic. John's homophobic. <laughs> You're homophobic of focaccia? You're homophobic of focaccia? Wow, John, okay. <laughs> Not a good look for, John's a villain of the season. I think John's drunk. <laughs> uh, Christelle uh, did a feta and grape focaccia with fennel and walnut. Which did not sound good to me at all. And yet they were obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with Christelle. So I guess I want to try it. I'm so sorry. I was just looking for like photos of Rarity's focaccia. Did we know there's another Bake Off podcast? There must be. I was certain that there, there, there must be. Oh, okay. sorry. Okay. Well, when did it start? This year? Because we were Joy last Claire, year. At Joy and Claire underscore. So keep talking. I'm going to do some research. All right. I wonder if it's as inflammatory and, um, <laughs> and non-directional not, as Not well audio engineered as ours. All right. Uh, Freya, Freya did a Mexican fajita focaccia. George Ooh. did his Greek-inspired focaccia. Giuseppe did a breakfast in gaeta focaccia. Jürgen did a kipper Kipperkatia. Oh, yeah, Kipperkatia. I love John pronouncing things. Which I know John pronouncing things is a good a good time. Yeah, kippers, kippers, which are actually tasty. I kind of just had pasta and kippers, which is mm, yummy. It was tasty, but um, I, but man, judges did not love it. Okay, keep going. Uh, your uh, Lizzie did a final furlong focaccia. Maggie did her classic focaccia, and then. Rochika did a roast garlic focaccia with tomato feta and pesto, which sounded good to me. Which sounded good it and was so amazing. pretty. It was so decorative and pretty. And this may have been a case tight, of like, right? no, too much garlic. And much I don't, it might have also been too tight. I would be interested to taste this because I wonder, I don't, I wonder if there is a too much garlic for a fellow like me. There is. I mean, there, I yeah. So. I mean, there's definitely too much garlic. It's such a, we'll it's such out. a strong we'll flavor. We'll find out. Sounds I think like these we got are a couple of British whips. mouths. I think we need to keep in mind. We well, have wimpy British mouths. I do have to say that yeah, genealogically, I do have, you know, unfortunately, a British mouth, but I can handle garlic. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say one of my favorite moments of this episode was when Paul said that Christelle's focaccia was annoyingly thin. And she said, I don't mind so, being annoyingly thin. And then yes! sort of flipped that her gorgeous amazing. head of hair. I'm obsessed yeah. with Christelle. We love her. Yeah, we love her. We love it. We love She's, her. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Embrace. Embrace. Um, Giuseppe. Giuseppe gets the first, uh, his first Hollywood handshake. And the first Is Hollywood handshake of the, of the show. Is it the first one of the yep. season? Of the uh, season. Of the season, sorry. No. I did get show. goosebumps. When I watched it, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I was genuinely moved. And he got he choked up. Like, yeah, he was oh. a little teary. I, had... I think his kids still don't know that he's on the show. Oh, I think we're at a point where... <laughs> did you just out Giuseppe to his family no. right now? Oh my God. No. We're going to get a cease and desist. There is nothing more upsetting than being called gay. I cannot imagine. <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, ugh, unacceptable. Oh my um, <laughs> it's heartbreaking to me that Jurgen doesn't do well here. It's sad because, oh. and he also is just such a. <sighs> to, 
I, my point of view of this show has been that it's always about the characters. It's about the people baking and their successes and failures and how they process failure is also such a beautiful way to get to know them. And I feel like I soft, I was already feeling soft and mushy, but I softened so much more to Jurgen seeing him struggle in this challenge and in this episode. I absolutely agree. It makes me so endeared. It's one of the things that I feel like I learned the most from watching the Great British Baking Show is how they they everybody really knows how to like take an L and like own it, you know. And they're just like, it's disappointing. I really, I really, whatever their British saying is, I really bit the bottom there, and then they like just take it. And, you know, in this like charming way that I feel so un-American and I love I it. I do wonder if there is anyone that goes on the show that is like, they know that they have to do that. But then like they go home and they're like, like, who the fuck does Paul think he is? He's grubby little fingers and my fucking shit. And like just being nasty. Well, remember, I think we've said this last season, but remember Ian throwing away his cake. That uh, was well, maybe the most American anyone has been on the show. That was the most, uh, yeah, but that didn't have anything to do with Paul. But I do think every now and then there's been a person who's gotten a little quip in with Paul. You know what I mean? Like a little like, well, I like matcha, you know, like whatever it is. And you know, there's a producer at night that shows up in their bed knife to throw and says, (laughs) this is the great (laughs) You're going to smile and be nice. And then they leave. And that producer is Paul. And that producer is Paul. You walk into the tent and he's got a little, he has his knife at his hip and yeah. he's just sort of catching the light with it yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you it's know, very, so that you can see. It's very intimidating. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I just want to say that, <laughs> I just want to say for sure, for sure. that I just want to make sure everybody noticed the melted candle on wine bottle that Maggie had as decoration to go with her focaccia that was like Barry Three's company notice. era. It was so oh, cute in like 70s, 80s. So oh, it was very charming. There's two other bits I want to talk about before we move on to the technical. I'm so sorry, John. Um, one of them is that... Uh, uh, Noel is sort of playing this Where's Wally game with Freya says he looks like Where's Wally, which is yes. not what that's called, but okay. Um, <laughs> snooker vibes. It's giving snooker vibes. Um, and then secondly, I want to mention that there's a little bit that Noel does with Chiggs where Chiggs is, tries to mime having invisible bread, or maybe it's with Matt. Chiggs mimes having invisible bread. He's the worst mime ever. We ever. all saw an amazing mime last night. Last night we saw a great mime. The bar's mime. high, Chiggs. Oh, man. We saw Jensen was on a variety show. Uh, Anna Garcia hosts a show called Scrambled Eggs. If you live in Los Angeles, great monthly variety show. Jensen did incredibly. And there was an amazing mime. I'm sorry that I don't know his name to share with you. Artoon is his name. He's LA-based. Our listeners oh. uh, find him. He was so delightful. Oh my goodness. I could have he's, watched an entire so hour of just him. His handles are Toon Cartoon, A-R-T-O-U-N Cartoon. Highly recommend following. He had one of the most difficult audience participants and he made it work. Baby. Oh my God. That's what, that to me was part of the charm was that, you know, like that <laughs> she was like, she was like very confused at first and then kind of got it and then like wanted to play with it in this way where mm-hmm. he was just like... <laughs> It was very funny. I loved it. She seemed like she had never played ever in her life. (laughs) No. 
which is actually probably what I mean. Honestly, when we're thinking about audience participants, we sh- as performers should be planning for right? right. When people tune into a baking podcast, they think, "I hope I get to learn about live performance and audience participation during this during <laughs> oh this podcast." Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Let's we move on to technical with the breadsticks. John's laid back. John's John's texting. He's digesting those meatballs. <laughs> No, I'm not testing. I'm, not I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm There's looking at the technical. Uh, so the technical so, was fifteen cheese and onion ciabatta breadsticks. That's not mm. how they say it. No, they no. say it. They pronounce it. Ciabatta. 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 Not ciabatta. Ciabatta. Yeah, the British. They all. They definitely pronounce everything the right way. For the listener, a huge eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, like I mean, these look so. These were, yeah. I mean, these were. This is again another uh, Italian bread, and then it looked so taste. I mean, it's like such a tasty little little cheese stick bread. <laughs> mm. I, I just, mean, if I were to, oh yeah, go for it. I was just gonna say like. Uh, the thing, the fun thing about breadsticks is that they can either be erect or they can flop over and not be erect, and that's fun. And we got some of that. I feel like we could have had more penis referencing talk around yeah. the breadsticks, and we kind of missed out on that. So I'll just Absolutely. say I missed it. Um, and but I think the and most again, Tessa sort of wringing her hands and drooling as she says she wants more penis talk. Yeah, I'm trying to fit the, the microphone into my mouth right no, now. Her eyes are the size of dinner plates. <laughs> Um, but um, uh, I think the most notable moment of this is that just oh first of all we gotta go back to the signature and say that Paul said (laughs) to Giuseppe sorry John your focaccia is like a focaccia I would make which is for Paul a great the greatest highest honor compliment but also evidence He's a true narcissist. Yeah. For, sure. for a British person to tell an Italian man this is rancid. Also, he's, he asked Giuseppe to give him the recipe. And I thought, I don't know that I would be so eager to share my recipe with don't. you. Colonizer. Yes, colonizer. Don't take it. And then, so then also Giuseppe in this one kind of wowed Paul again. And I think Paul kind of subtly was wowed. He like didn't want to show how impressed he was that Giuseppe decided to twist the breadstick to keep more of the filling in it. And Paul looked at it and he was like, I never thought about twisting the breadstick. Like there was like an, he was having a moment of revelation there, realizing that Giuseppe is actually maybe a better baker than Paul. (gasps) I, I know, and then that's why actually wow. Giuseppe got visited at night and told him to calm the fuck yeah. down. Too much Italian excellence on this show. He is the Italian representation that we need to be seeing. Recast Chris, Chris Pratt with Giuseppe as Mario. Also, like, I'm sorry, we're going to take a moment to say, boo Chris Pratt. Like, get him. Both of sorry. us stumbling over the last name Pratt. Bye. <laughs> Chris Pratt, more like. Wait, what Kyla Pratt supremacy. Where did, how did Chris Pratt come even into this conversation? Chris Pratt is playing Mario in a live-action Mario. Wait, and he has what? come forward as saying he will not be doing an Italian voice. Mario will have a Italian normal voice. voice. He didn't say normal. He, he said, said normal. Normal? Yes. Normal. Uh, Cast Giuseppe as Mario. He is trash. 
bad person. Giuseppe <laughs> as Luigi and Freya as Mario. <laughs> no, that's that is funny. Freya. Um, Freya would be Freya would be great as Mario. Um, All right. So I want to say I want to say that I am part Italian and also Italians are also colonizers. Okay. Um, I was going to say the same thing. Tom, I'm so yeah. I, you know, I mean like, uh, you know, poor them and then, uh, uh, and then also they did colonize it at some point too. Uh, Christopher Columbus. Okay. Rachika <laughs> had, um, she was in 10th place. She just under I wish she ran out of time. I feel like she had a placid moment. Yeah. It was just completely underbaked. And then so was Christelle. And she came in nine. Like it's because she had it in her brain that it was a long prove short bake. She kept saying that. She said right. it in a way that was like a red rum. Like she was like, it's a long prove short like bake. Four I, times. I, I, I just, it could have been long prove short bake. It's, I thought it was long prove short bake. And I was like, all right. Her bake could explode and I would still be like, she did amazing. I know. <laughs> she was, she was, she was great. Um, Maggie came in eighth. Uh, George came in oh, seventh. Oh, Maggie forgot yes. her onions. She for, oh, that's right. She just fully forgot. I loved her attitude about it, though. She was like, well, I'm not going to worry. Yeah. I know. Okay, we're doing glug-glug motions. has some tough times reading these technical sheets. Oh, she just... I know. We're them. foreshadowing to the next episode. Oh, yep. yes. Yeah. I was about to say um, something about that. We're not ready. <laughs> uh, George came in seventh. Chiggs in sixth. Um, Jurgen in fifth. Freya in fourth. Amanda in third, which was surprising to me. Um and wow. then Lizzie Say came in second. Well, I just Amanda Amanda did like had a bounce back episode because I I feel like a couple of us predicted maybe she would bite it this week. She's but, been struggling, and this this week she I feel like bounced back into like the middle of the pack again. Um, she came in yeah. third in the technical. Lizzie came in second, and Giuseppe of course came in first. Um. So it was kind of like, all right, it's Giuseppe's kind of, you know, star baker to lose at this point as we got into the showstopper, which was themed milk bread display. Uh, I love this as a showstopper. You guys don't like it? I think no, I'm, I was so happy. I do. I just don't know what milk bread is. Like, do we have milk bread in America? Is that a thing? Let's see. I've, I think I've had it, but I don't, I don't think it's very popular. Like, is I, it like a Hawaiian roll? It looks shiny like a Hawaiian that. roll. Jensen, I'm seeing. Okay, oh, Nick, I'm seeing Japanese milk bread, which I've had. Yeah, I think I have. Like this one is milk bread. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Nick. Go on about your excitement because I thought this was great too. Because we're we're coming on the heels of some sig or some showstoppers that I feel like we rub up against how what they're how much that is not baking that is so difficult the bakers are being asked to do and the thing that is amazing about milk bread and unique and interesting and appealing about milk bread has so much to do with the technical um expertise required to make it and it's about baking like the success or failure about this has a little bit to do with creativity but that creativity is all achieved through the bake and through getting like the designs are about sort of the bulbousness and the fluffiness of this bread and people's even creative ideas are around the fact that this bread needs to be bubbly and light and milky and a little sweet and so it felt like everything pointed back to the bake and the necessity of executing the bake correctly right Absolutely. I think that's really true and that's really exciting and that, that's a showstopper that's much more interesting to us. I, I would say in general, the judging of the like 
aesthetic of these really didn't make sense to me. Like maybe it's one of those things where you have to be in the room, but like, I don't understand why like Maggie's octopus was so trash and yet Amanda's octopus because it was red, like was so good. And I definitely don't understand why Roshika's bird cage and eggs weren't cool because it looked cool from my perspective and they oh. were so unimpressed and I understand her bake wasn't good so I get that but like I thought the bird cage and the and the eggs looked cool I did not feel this way I thought like visually I found her bird cage to be pretty unappealing and I think the idea of a bird cage is a yeah. good idea for a different type of bread. I thought she had the wrong structural idea for this type of bread because the unevenness and the leaning and the wonkiness they were of like this. breadsticks, you know. Yeah. A lot of the never... breads were like more, they're fluffy, they're bigger, you know, they have a lot of air bubbles. So. Yeah. I didn't think she met the creative. The way that the creative and the bake married on this assignment lent itself to what many people did, which was some sort of cute, fat, juicy thing for her to do sort of like a lean structural construction out of this bread that is supposed to be sort of fluffy and not quite wobbly, but to have this illusion. I think a birdcage was not the right choice. And I thought that was reflected in how it looked. Interesting. I, that makes a lot of sense to me when you explain it. I thought that I feel like George had, if we're talking pure aesthetic, because we can't taste it, George's koala bread, I think was the most appealing to me. Like it, was it so looked cute. It was so cute. It looked great. It was like a fun design. Um yeah, it was like I was like, "Ooh, that looks tasty. That's something I want to try, you know." And a um, case yes, of yes. someone doing the correct the correct the correct sort of creative marriage to the challenge because they said, you know, the way that this is built structurally causes the koala to sort of like mush and fall a little bit but it works because right. you have this sort of fat juicy koala and that's what we want yeah um we had lizzie had a a pig banquet oh, <laughs> it was so cute the pig was so cute and then she talked about how she had a little pig growing up in her <laughs> garden who died they slaughtered at some point which was they hilarious. had to put him down because he slipped on ice oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right and everyone lost it. Everyone thought that was so funny. I think it was Lizzie's delivery. I think she's a comedy gold, Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jurgen reveals that his wife is his coach. Sorry, Jurgen. Jurgen, whatever. John Braylock. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm the villain of the season. What's going on? Uh, taking his bit. John has one bit. <laughs> John has made one joke this whole season, and it is him inadvertently saying names wrong. You're the Amanda of this season. You're trying to take the puns away from Christelle. You're trying to take wow. away from the color. Wow. She is. Wait, I am, and she is. Amanda names her showstopper, I Fish We Had More Time. She is coming for Christelle. She's coming for Christelle, but she can't She can't compete with Christelle. And and, and the episodes following, even though I haven't seen yeah. it, will show. Solve that mystery, Amanda can't get enough of that joke oh i'm reading what christelle's yeah christelle's pun this week was bready for sunday roast so amanda kind of liked that i think amanda kind of ate her up with this i think i fish we had more time is is better to me i do feel it was really nice to learn of like i didn't realize people did roasts like it was interesting to learn about this tradition that she has with her family that they continue to do via zoom or whatever like online video chat they were using 
let's like let's do a Sunday or... roast. I'll do a Sunday roast for you. Let's do a Sunday I would roast. Love that. Let's do a Sunday roast. I think that that's so cool and like sweet. And I just feel like it's rare now to gather around meals. Let's do it. Yeah, I love that. I love. Okay, that. great. We're gonna have a Sunday roast. We'll report back, podcast cool. family. Cool. Um, Maggie had things you find in a, in a rock pool. Uh, that include the, the like the octopus, um, and you know look, I I didn't actually think it looked as bad as they they were like, eh. but apparently it tasted pretty poor. It, it was underproved and flavorless, uh, mm. <laughs> and it definitely was like, oh Maggie's at the bottom uh, again, um, and and uh, let's see what else we have. We had Chigs had. Uh, a honey milk bread picnic basket uh, that looked great. It was like perfection. It was perfection. It was so charming and sweet. And I would love for him to just take me out on a little picnic date with that little bread basket. Please. You know, Chiggs has everyone in America and Britain and every country that gets this show banging down his door right now. (laughs) Obsessed. Um, Uh, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm obsessed with Giuseppe um, calling Noel Neal. And ah, Noel being so gracious with him, you did. They make a thing of it. I think Noel does such an amazing job as a host, like kind of making it fun and like not making it weird. I didn't realize that there is a little bit of John Braylock Giuseppe overlap here. We've got like this like long lanky guy who's a total hottie who's got this like loose curly hair. I'm already when I when I shake John's hand, he cries a little bit. (laughs) So there's something happening. John, can you say it's a me, Mario? So meaningful. It's a me, Mario. (laughs) Okay, well, the writing's on the wall here. Cancelled. (laughs) Nope, I'm Italian. (laughs) I can say it. That's true. Uh, your five a day is Giuseppe's. He, it's like it's like he made like um bunch of vegetables <laughs> i don't even know which ones they are it was it was visually not like it wasn't bad it was it, it was like it worked but it wasn't like impressive necessarily it was, didn't feel like a showstopper but apparently it tasted like perfection and the flavors were spot my, on so my american really came out when giuseppe said oh i made it fruits and vegetables my family really likes them i would say we always have them around because they're healthy but it's just because we like it i so the deep voice inside of me was like go fuck yourself like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would get along with Gius- giuseppe's family because i like vegetables as well just casually no big deal yucko and then freya had the under the sea milk uh display um and she had a turtle uh and uh yeah it definitely looked better than um i think uh maggie's yeah um i liked hers uh i forgot they didn't they're not saying how what they said about the fake i do want to say that maggie did put seaweed in her milk bread and i feel like that was her being like modern and not traditional and like stretching herself Mm -hmm. and it was a total failure bomb but I respect the Nevertheless. Yeah. Because, you know, it really was outside of her box, maybe. But, but it, I love yeah, that. Yeah, we got to respect we, it. We respect it. We're talking about, so obviously, are we moving on to our winners and our losers here? Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, so, 
Um, you know, to a surprise to no one, Giuseppe wins Starbaker. Um, yes. You know, it just nobody because I would say like George probably had George and, and Chiggs had really good uh, bakes, showstopper bakes. But, you know, Giuseppe was just the most consistent. Um, but the bottom, I think maybe a slight controversy because we had uh, Maggie and Rochica at the bottom and Rochica was the one who was sent home. Um, and, I, and I guess it was because her display just didn't look as impressive because I think they ripped Maggie's bread. You know, when they said Rochica had good flavors. <laughs> um, and then they were like pretty, you know, the technical is not supposed to matter that much. I mean, Rochica was at last in the technical, but Maggie was like eighth. So it doesn't, you know. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't like, they thought Rochica's bread had too much garlic yeah. in the signature. And I mean, Maggie's signature wasn't like, she did a classic and they didn't, it wasn't great, but. Yeah, she squeaked, squeaked by again. I mean, the standard sort of changes all the time to suit the producers and what they want. But I will say Rashika has not really had any big wins the way that Maggie had in very early episodes. In week one. And has, I think that's what and it if is. She, if, if Rashika hasn't been in the bottom, she's been in the middle. So Right. And I think they sort thought of maybe Maggie has more potential. Um and that t- style of voting that they do seems really inconsistent, and so I don't yes. like it. I just we it'll be interesting to see as the season goes whether this is a we're doing it week by week and we just judge you by your week, or whether we care about your potential and what you've done in the past weeks, oh, yeah. and that will ca- you know include that in our decision making. So yeah. I, I I'm I sure it will change episode to episode. I'm sure they will say both things this season. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah so we we lose her it was sad she was definitely sad to go it's it's tough it feels like we didn't fully get us i don't know i feel like we didn't get en- enough of a sense of her and her style of making no. you know i only remember her saying abitha yeah um <laughs> uh so um should we do our predictions even though we I saw it, did you write? I think we can do predictions. Well, uh, we wrote ours down before we watched well, episode four. You guys are smart. Well, we're dumb and stupid. So okay, you didn't write it. Say okay. That. So Te- Tessa had had. Okay, what, go ahead. You go. No, you can see my predictions. Oh, okay. Um, so Tessa predicted. Wait. Oh yeah, Tessa predicts that uh, Maggie is going to get kicked off. Um, and then she said that Christelle will win Star Baker, but that George and Giuseppe will be up in the mix. And I like agree that Maggie is probably the one to go, but I feel like to mix it up, I'm going to guess that Lizzie is out next week. Oh, okay. Shaking it up. And that Freya will win Star Baker. Wow. I just wanted to throw the you know, mix. Yeah. But you do have some information I from do. what you've seen. I would, yeah, but I, yeah, that's true. That's you true. want to participate? No, I want to talk about what I want to eat from this episode. Oh, let's do I that. I can't wait to talk about this. I do want to, I want to eat Giuseppe's. Um, what is it? I what is it of Giuseppe's that you want to eat? 
I was gonna. I was pausing because I was like, "Do I say ass?" No, on this, my on this podcast. My mom, Kansas Junebug, on Instagram listens to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. I, she mom, doesn't want to hear you say a, stuff like that. Freak. My mom is a freak. Freak nasty lady. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Julie. Um, love you. No, I, I want to eat his focaccia, which <laughs> not much better. Not much better. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, oh, boy. That's what I'm gonna start saying. <laughs> no, I. I mean, it did look really good. From the beginning of the episode, he was a homophobe, and now he oh, wants to eat no, Giuseppe's well, somebody focaccia. Sounds, somebody wow. sounds heteroflexible. <laughs> I would like to devour Giuseppe's focaccia. Wow, I love that. Gobbledy, gobbledy, gob, gobble, gobble. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, um, I would like to... I, I've, I said it already in this podcast, but I will say it again, and that is that I want... To eat Chiggs's cheesy meaty focaccia. <laughs> I want to eat Jurgen's baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, the jokes about Jurgen eating babies and him sort of earnestly being like, "I don't eat babies." <laughs> it's so funny to me. The Germans so are traumatized. With their... I know. <laughs> the Hansel and Gretel of it all. They're Hansel and the Gretel, and yeah, there's a lot of historical oh, shame on the Germans. So. Yeah, they're like, we don't do that, honestly. We do not do babies, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just thought that was a cute thing that we hadn't mentioned. Um, I would like any of that tzatziki sauce. I would like, I like tzatziki sauce. <laughs> Who yeah. was trying to say it and couldn't quite say it? Was it Freya? Tzatziki? Yeah, yes, Freya. 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 <laughs> I want to learn so to do a Freya forward. accent. Yeah, yeah Freya and Lizzie have the best accents. On, yeah. What did she say? I just said cappuccino, cappuccino. again. No, cappuccino. Tatsika. <laughs> I gotta say. She is again. also stunningly beautiful. Yeah. She's very Crazy. cute. Well, She's like, oh. I think Freya is like the, you know, in like the 90s movies where they had like a girl who was just like, just whatever. And then like the she gets. She gets like she a makeover. Looks like, she yeah. looks like the lead from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Ooh, and it's Halloween. Also, listeners, happy Halloween. Ooh. Whenever you listen to this. Yeah, when this is released in, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Um, really showed our hand here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, guys, would you like to plug? Oh, do we want to plug anything? Yeah, please follow us at Mary Gay Paint on Instagram. Can I just ask a question? I know that we've yeah. already moved into the closing of the show, but can I just ask a question? Do you guys think that this week's Bread Week was the telltale of our ultimate season series winner? Right? Not at do you all. think Giuseppe's going to take it all? I don't feel this way. No. Um, got a good shot. I think he's an he's amazing baker, shot. and I think he he's will do well, but. Uh, Four, at least yeah i don't think that this episode was like uh revealing of necessarily i don't think the top contenders in this episode are necessarily the top contenders in the season because there are so many different skills that we're gonna have to see them use in the next few episodes many that do or don't have to do with bread where there's they have to work with so much stuff and there will be disasters i agree i think that for me there are like a bottom tier that I just can't see winning this show. 
um, you know, Maggie, Amanda, uh, um, uh, who else? Like, they're just, they're just people who I'm like, mm, I don't know. But everybody else, yeah, even like, I think George is great, and I think he'll have a really great week one week, but I, I don't know if he'll be able to make it to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I do know, though? If we all went to Laura from last season's outdoor brick oven in the garden oh. and Giuseppe made us pizza in that in Laura's live, laugh, love oh. brick oven outside, I would want George there at that garden party. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. What do we think about this sketch idea? Think Squid Game, right? Here you are, you're meeting the players, but you get a great British baking show style throwback to them at home. Same tone, same music, uppity cheery. We nobody's nobody's making any sort of. Uh, we hate it. Didn't we talk about this last episode? Did we? I I don't know what it is, but Jensen, you live and work in a different dimension, and I love that dimension for you and us. So bring it, bring your art to us. Great, 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 great. I'll be. I'll, that'll be premiering. Tessa, we write down what you just said so that I can I can start saying that to Jensen when he asks yes. me for how I like his ideas. Totally. I think <laughs> I think I think that Jesus we should do Christ. I think that the four of us should our next podcast should be couples couples therapy where people write in problems or s- struggles and questions about their relationship and then you get advice from the four of us. I think that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> I love that. I'm busy. <laughs> Jen's ah, busy. busy. Sorry. He will make sure that he is busy. <laughs> no, because I feel like. like no, amazing. I think. No, I think because Jensen and I, I think, get each other and know how to love each other correctly. Incredible. Correct. Tessa and I will give incredible advice. Wait, well. Tessa, wow. John, who was Tessa kind of mean to last night? <laughs> Um, oh, that's right. One oh, of the someone other who wasn't there. No. Th- oh, that's right. It was. It was this. It was just. A, it was the partner, the scene partner of someone who was like, "I'm sure this person is great." Whenever Tessa starts complimenting you or someone, just know a huge butt is coming, and it's going to be ice cold. It will. It will cut you to the quick. <laughs> we saw someone that we had seen in a performance a long time ago last night and Tessa was like you were so amazing you and were then so sharp amazing. left turn and I'm sure your that your partner, partner was great I your scene partner I'm sure like like is amazing and incredible in other aspects but like that did not serve her <laughs> <laughs> that showcase did not serve her and he went okay <laughs> We need to end the episode so I can ask more questions. Oh, yes. Okay, great. I um, loved it. At Very Gay Pain. I love you so much, Tessa. Uh, yes, we're at Very Gay Pain. At Jensen Titus, J-E-N-S-O-N-T-I-T-U-S. At Very Gay Clown. At John Braylock. I only want to talk to you through Great British Baking Pod, and I can't wait. I am the one you're DMing, I will, but I do screenshot some of your comments. Oh, my gosh. We had the most amazing, encouraging comment from one of our listeners. I'm going to see if I pull it up so I can find her name. But I was like, I'm sorry that we're so slow with distributing um, the, the, the episodes. And she was like, it's okay. It's 
not like having a surprise episode just show up as part of the charm. Isn't oh that so God. nice? Oh my God. But there I are people so out here enjoying this. Ugh. Yeah. I felt I really that. loved and accepted. It was, it was, it was really great. Um, yeah, it was, um, uh, Sarah, Sarah said that to us. Yeah. I love you, Sarah. Thank you. And then, uh, yeah, that's at great British baking pod on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And also, I have a podcast, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, if you want to listen to that. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, goodbye. Talk, talk. Chip, chips and dip. <laughs> chips and dip. <laughs> goodbye, so everybody. you like, uh. <laughs>